1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 26. Greet all the brothers with the holy kiss. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fly Podcast. I'm Samuel Hoff. I'm here today with Luke Wallen, Wyatt Reese, and our guest for today is the most awesome name on earth, Samuel Hansen. So Sam, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm a sophomore here at Hutchinson. Um, I am 16. I go to youth group with uh, Luke and Wyatt. Uh, great time. Uh, we went on the mission trip. I went on the mission trip with Sam and Luke and Wyatt to Hutchinson, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super pumped to be here. Talk about some brother we love. Yeah. Yep. So today, as you heard in the verse from Luke, greet all that brothers with the holy kiss. We're going to be talking about brotherly love. We figured you can't, you really can't start this podcast any other way. So, oh yeah, and this is just the, the first episode of hopefully a little series about love. We don't know how many episodes it'll be yet, but we'll, we're just going to roll with the punches. So we got a little icebreaker here today. Yeah, so our icebreaker is a good one today. So it's, if you could have one condiment squirt out of your belly button at command, <laughs> what would it be? So I'll start us off here and we're going to go condiment or sauce. You know, it's, it's pretty open, but yeah. I'm going so soy sauce. Um, I am a quarter Asian, so I do like me some soy sauce. And uh, so I think it'd be kind of nice to, you know, have soy sauce coming out of my belly button. Yeah, there you go. You know, I can't really say that I would want out of, out of any. I don't think I'd pick, I don't think I'd pick soy sauce, you know, just not, just not my favorite uh, belly button condiment. Um, I think I would have to go uh, with ketchup. Uh, if anybody knows me, I like ketchup quite a Boring. bit. Boring. Uh, yeah all right um and so yeah i definitely have i definitely pick ketchup ketchup's pretty solid but not for me i'd uh probably go with barbecue sauce you can use it for i would say almost everything plus i love wings probably one of my favorite foods and i always got to go with barbecue on that so yeah so these have actually gotten from worst to best so far and it's just gonna keep going that way oh. and uh <laughs> next we got orange chicken sauce i bet nobody nobody would ever think of this but Orange chicken is amazing. And if I could just have orange chicken sauce on any protein, any meat, that would be amazing. And it could make foods I don't like even good, like vegetables, dip it in, dip your vegetables in it and they're good. Like broccoli. No, you know, you have like broccoli with your orange chicken. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Like dip it in that or like fish. I'm not a big fish fan. I'm sure it'd be bomb with some orange chicken sauce. I don't know. No. 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 (laughs) I don't know, dude. I don't know. That Minnesota, I feel like that's a sin. Yeah, no, I'm gonna have to. That's a hard pass. Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, so uh, now we got now we're just gonna dive right into our topic on brotherly love. We got uh, right now, we're gonna all give a little like a few verses or like a story from the Bible, and we're gonna talk about them and how they relate to brotherly love. That is right. So, I'll start it off here. Um, so I'm going to read my verse. So flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart, which is 2 Timothy 2.22. And um, in this, in the book of 2 Timothy, when Paul writes to, second, to Timothy, um, he uses uh, this word aldefoy to describe, um, or ad, ad, adelfoy, I'm sorry, I don't speak Greek. I think it's adelfoy. Adelfoy, yeah. my bad. I looked up the pronunciation of it. I can't remember what it is. <laughs> but um, he uses that to, to substitute the word brothers. Um, but it really means siblings in a family. And I thought that was kind of significant because to him, he's not talking about just 
his friends or, or, or people that he comes into contact with, he's, he's describing this family that, um, is a part of his life. And that, um, that really defines, I think what, what brothers, what brotherly love means to Paul. And so, yeah, I really like that verse, um, using, uh, that to, to describe how we pursue God with our brothers and our sisters. And, um, we really grow in relationships with each other through that and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace through that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the verse that um, I found um, is first Peter three, eight, and it reads, finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart and a humble mind. So this verse kind of hits on five things. I'll say them again, unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. So I'm going to touch on these. And uh, the first one being unity of mind. And what I kind of took away from this is it says, as Christians, we should be unified under kind of one way of thinking, that way being of Jesus. Um, with sympathy, we should be moved and interesting of the feelings of other believers. With brotherly love, we should have a family kind of love for our brothers, kind of like what Wyatt was talking about in his verse. Um, tender heart is kind of similar to sympathy in that um, it implies that we are to show kindness and desire um, toward our brothers. And the last one being a humble mind is we should be ready to set ourselves aside and put our brothers ahead of us. Um, I kind of like to think of the acronym joy, Jesus, others, yourself, um, mm -hmm. and kind of go off that. And we're out to lift each other up, not put each other down. Totally. Yeah, and I like that. Like all of those, all of those five are really brotherly love, or their aspects of brotherly love. And for the tender heart one or sympathy, it kind of reminded me of that one worship song that was like, "Break your heart for what breaks mine," or mm. "Break my heart for <laughs> break my heart for what breaks yours." So that that's kind of like we gotta feel sympathy for for others. So yeah. So I'm gonna give a little story of David and Jonathan in the in the Bible, and Jonathan was David's son. Or no, Jonathan was not David's son. Jonathan was Saul's son, and David was his friend. You could say they had some brotherly love between them. And the first verse I'm going to read from is John, or First Samuel. Did I say John? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay, wow. Long so, Testament, bro. David and Jonathan. <laughs> so I'm going to read from First Samuel 18, 4, 4 and 5. And Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that was on him and gave it to David, and his armor and his, even his sword and his bow and his belt. And David went out and was successful wherever Saul sent him. So Saul sent him over the men of war. And this was good in the sight of all people and also in the sight of Saul's servants. So you can see here, Jonathan is giving up his own, his own armor and his own clothes for, for, uh, for David. And that's like, I think that's a really big point of really love is sacrifice that we have to be willing to give stuff up for our brothers as if they were, I don't know. We'll talk about that later too. I think someone else has a verse about that. Another one from 1 Samuel is 1 Samuel 19, 1 through 3. And Saul spoke to Jonathan, his son, and to all servants, saying they should kill David. But Jonathan, Saul's son, delighted much in David. And Jonathan told David, Saul, my father, seeks to kill you. Therefore, be on your guard in the morning. Stay in a secret place and hide yourself. And I will go out and stand beside my father in the field where you are. And I will speak to my father about you. And if I learn anything, I will tell you. So you see here that... Uh, Jonathan's dad, Saul, has some has a vendetta with David, and he's trying to kill him. He's gone far enough to kill him. And Jonathan, even though that Saul is his father, he's he realizes the intentions of his father are wrong, and what he's what he's basing this like idea to kill David on is wrong. So he 
he he uses he like because of his brotherly love for for david and what he means to him he, he literally like i'm gonna save you from from my dad killing you so that's another thing kind of an obvious thing of brotherly love is that we should help each other and be 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 a help to each other and my last verse yeah, is from, movie plot right there <laughs> i bet there is like a veggie tales or something like, yeah cool yeah a bit i really well, like real yeah, quick i just wanted to point out I, I really liked how um like jonathan is saul's son and jonathan realizing what was right went in favor of david rather than his father and i think that really puts an emphasis on um the family aspect of brotherly love and treating david like he was family totally yeah that's really really cool so then my last ones are from first samuel 23 16 through 18 where it says and jonathan saul's son rose and went to david at horish and strengthened his hand in god and he said to him do not fear for the hand of saul my father shall not find you you shall be king over israel and i shall be next to you saul my father also knows this so the part here that i want to talk about was you shall be king of israel but more importantly i shall be next to you so as as brothers as as brothers in christ and 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 guys well girls to everyone but we should be we should be with each other and we should always be there for each other no matter what doesn't mean that we stand with them and say everything they do is right if they if they mess up we gotta we gotta keep them accountable and be like no you you messed up you gotta you gotta be doing this right or whatever but we should be with each other through through thick and thin so yeah yeah that goes back to that unity piece i like that um <clears throat> i have two different verses but um first one is first john four nineteen through 20 and that is, we love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God who he has not seen. And I think that really just points out like a really important part of brotherly love. And that is like the love part. Like we can't, we can't say we're Christians and love God if we're, if we look through like eyes of hate. Yeah. Um, that kind of reminds me of this prayer that I hear like, like, God, let me see, like, let me see others how you see them mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like when god looks yeah. at us like it's, it's all love yeah. um, there's no judgment or hate or um like he would love first like my uh you know my bracelet says i think uh, we all got those maybe <laughs> yes sir yeah. yeah i was actually gonna say that <laughs> yeah i love that so i think that's just like a super um a super like important part of brotherly love is like you can't you can't love love god and, and hate hate man you know yeah um, and on that bracelet is the first thing like he would love first it's not like we do all those things we we get our way we get what's good for us we take advantage and then like and then we'll love after it's no it's you love first then you do everything through that love and through the eyes of love like you're saying yeah it's not let me get to know you then you know if we agree on a lot of stuff then exactly I'll <laughs> um yeah and then the other verse i got is uh john 15 13 and that is there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends and that just shows, um, you know, the greatest act of, of brotherly love is Jesus dying on the cross. And mm-hmm. um, I'm, I mean, I don't really know if we're supposed to take that literally. Uh, well, boys, I don't know if I'm going to be laying down my life for you anytime soon. But <laughs> thanks, Wyatt. Um, but that just shows like how good of an example like Jesus is um, in that the aspect of brotherly love and how good he was at loving others. And mm-hmm. um, like, you know, he's got the 12, the 12 boys. That he, yeah, that he loved, loved. loved disciples. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So now we're going into the long-awaited 
Everybody's my opinion, favorite segment. In my opinion, the best segment of the Fly Podcast. Might the DDQ. Cap. Not cap at all. The DDQ. Uh-huh. The delightful Dietrich quote. And for those of you who haven't listened to our past episodes, <laughs> Dietrich Bonhoeffer, awesome Lutheran theologian from Germany in World War II. He has some great stuff. Quotes, I guess for maybe, maybe it's a quote for everything because so far we have not found a, a topic where you can't have a quote from him. So, so far. Are, yeah, so far. Well, I don't know. Well, I think I, he might have something for everything. But here is our quote today. It's kind of a long one. The, surf, the first service one owes to others in a community involves listening to them, just as our love for God begins with listening to God's word. The beginning of love for others is learning to listen to them. God's love for us is shown by the fact that God not only gives God's word, but also lends us God's ear. We do, God work, we do God's work for our brothers and sisters when we learn to listen to them. And this is just so important because really when we're trying to build a relationship with our, with our brothers, we... You can't build a relationship if you don't, if you're not listening, if you're just dominating that conversation, you're not letting anyone talk. And I know I struggle with this because I, I like to talk a lot. I don't, I don't know. I don't like to just sit around, but like, for, for instance, why, why I think is really good at this, why it's good at really good at listening, but also like, he's really good at talking. He's, he's got that, like, he's got that perfect, that perfect mix of talking and, and listening. Wow. But, he's got away with words. I'm so flattered. He's got, he's got away with words, if you know what I mean. And then that's some brotherly love right there. Yeah, it's really good. And then also the part about uh, God lending us God's ear for listening. That's I think that's just really important in our, our Christian life, regardless of for with our, our brothers in Christ or not. So yeah, this is just a really, really good quote. Yeah. All right. All right, I think we're on to our song lyric segment now. Sounds good to me. This is a new one. This is a brand new segment. All right, I, we came up with this idea a few days ago, and we're going to see how it works. Yeah. All right, so we wanted to pick a song that had lyrics that, A, we knew, and B, um, really correlated with what we're talking about. And so since we're talking about brotherly love, um, we decided upon the song Brother by Need to Breathe. And if you've listened to a past episode, you may have heard that. I think at least Wyatt and I both said need to breathe. I don't think Luke did. I don't. Maybe. Did you say need to breathe, Luke? I think I did, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like, it was, yeah, it was. It was the, it was the Fly Podcast's official favorite band. I think it might have been. Oh, that's pretty dope, actually. (laughs) At least now it's official. (laughs) Yeah, it's official now. Yeah. Um, But anyways, so. One of the, I think one of my favorite lyrics from the song is, uh, it, it kind of goes like this. Brother, let me be your shelter. Never leave you all alone. I can be the one you call when you're low. Brother, let me be your fortress when the night winds are driving on. Be the one to light the way and bring you home. And Oh, whoa. Oh, oh. So good. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> cue, yeah, cue the O's. Um, but it, I just think that's super powerful. It creates a really good image of what... Um, this ideal brother is supposed to look like like what i want to be it just makes me want to be somebody to somebody else if you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah and oh, almost spilled my water um <laughs> <laughs> uh we, we would have lost sam too um <laughs> but yeah i just think being being a shelter for somebody else is i don't think i don't think i really would ever get the true weight of that because it's only something that other people can see in me if you know what i mean and so that's why i think relationships 
um, com- like out of brotherly love are so cool because you can, you can just be a safe place for somebody else and you can just be someone that the other person can lean on even when maybe you don't realize how important that is to them or maybe you don't realize how much they need you or, or something like that or how much God is, is using you in somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you think about like in life, like in the future, like as of right now, we're, obviously we live with our family. We're with our family a lot, but like in the future, we're not going to be living with like college years and like past, maybe past that. We're not going to be living with our immediate family. So like, who are we going to have with each other? It's, it's our brothers. Like we got to, we got to really learn this brother love and like put into action. And it is this, this song is just so good. I, I love this song and it really, it really is so good. Look, the let me be your fortress and let me be your shelter is so, I don't know. Sometimes at least as dudes, like we don't like try to like tap into our like emotional side of us. Like we, at least in the past, it's been like afraid of one to ever talk about it. <laughs> we just stick with our tools in our home deep. No, okay. <laughs> but we, uh, we just haven't really like tapped into that emotional side, but it's really important that we can like have someone like our brothers, like I have you three and more of course, but you three to like, I can talk to you guys when something's not going right or whenever really about anything which is just really so awesome for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the part where it says like, um, I can be the one, uh, you call. And mm-hmm. I think like, what's important is like, like always remind, <clears throat> always remind your, bro- your brothers in Christ. Like you're there for them. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you don't want them to ever like doubt that you're there for them yeah. or that you are like, um, you know, like one call away, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and that goes back to the DDQ with listening. Like yeah, you're, yeah. I'm there to listen yeah mm-hmm. and uh just something in my life like a personal experience with brotherly love that really was like super beneficial in my faith and my um just like growing as a man of god was uh, we had a book club a year and a half two years ago and we read this book called wild at heart great book by the way check it out um but we're just a group of guys. We're not and we sponsored, just, by the yeah, way. We're not, not sponsored. <laughs> yeah. But 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 if if Wild at Heart wants to sponsor us, we're, we're open. Um, <laughs> but that was just a great group. Just like meet like every week and just talk about um, just what it means to be like a man of God and like just like be in this like life and walk of faith like together like mm-hmm. with with brothers and um, I think there's like something so special about having like that group of like guys or if you're a girl having a group of girls like that like you can just like talk about god with because like obviously everyone has different perspectives Mm -hmm. um but having that that unity and that um Mm -hmm. vulnerability with your um, brothers in christ is just super important Mm -hmm. and uh yeah 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 i like i like how you said vulnerability i was totally i was that's exactly what i was thinking of when you're talking about stuff like that because these brothers these relationships that you you forge they're they're not just they don't just come out of nowhere i mean these are built over years of of knowing a person and Mm -hmm. getting to know them better and i think um like we said sometimes we don't want to be emotional sometimes we don't want to be vulnerable with people and i'm sure everybody can agree with this here is that it's really something that's worth it it's something that's Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. worth it to do because you just feel so much closer to a person when they trust you, you know, and you mm-hmm. trust them and, and you're able to tear down those walls that maybe you don't tear down with anybody else. And I think that goes back into being a shelter for people 
because they can feel like you're there for them and that they can relate to you and talk to you even when things are difficult. No. Yeah. It reminds me of on the missions trip on that Wednesday night, I think is like burdens night or whatever. When we, uh, Mm -hmm. when we, when we could, that was like probably the most vulnerable I've ever been just like with, with Mm -hmm. these people. And it was awesome too, though. Cause like, Balls, or uh, why I was saying it takes a long time. It, it, does, it does take a long time, but like in Christ too, like we can, we can be confident in these people. Like I had known these kids for four days and I was like, <laughs> yeah. this time I was like very, I got to be vulnerable. And that was just, that was really awesome. And just really, I don't know, touching or like, it really just, it helped me a lot. Like it just helped me move forward. So, yeah. Yeah. I definitely think Sam, because that's when I met you. Yeah. Um, and Sam Hansen, that's when he met you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I, th- I don't think I would have known you near as well as if you would have come to a youth group for a week, for one totally. Wednesday or two Wednesdays. Totally. You know, I would not have known you as good as I would have if I would have, you know, been able to spend yeah. more quality time and get yeah, hours in a van together or whatever. <laughs> yeah, crammed <laughs> yeah. in a 15 passenger van. Yeah. You no, know, I'm pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Five of us sleeping in a tiny Sunday school. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was so fun. Bandana bros. Yeah, I think like with relationship building, like vulnerability is really just like the biggest thing. Like, like what I was saying, like I even think like like one night of vulnerability brings you so much closer than like a month of friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, without vulnerability. Put that on um, a t-shirt. <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, I think just being vulnerable with your brothers in Christ really like builds that, that love and that um, not only does it grow like in your like friendships, yeah. it grows closer to God because it shows you like that fellowship, you know? Mm-hmm. I think Sam's really good at that too. Like I haven't, of course, like I was up with him on the mission strip. And then since then we pretty much like the only like interactions we have is playing Fortnite. Like, so like, of course <laughs> I haven't, like, you can't get that vulnerable while playing Fortnite, but I think, I think Sam is, Sam is really good at that. What do you mean? That's like when I share my testimony. <laughs> <laughs> Just crying at like midnight playing Fortnite with the boys. <laughs> Doing box fights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Vulnerability, I think, can, uh, it's a big uh, thing to show a lot of growth and it can also show a lot of trust in a relationship too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for big sure. Big stepping stone for growth. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, now, I did want to say something about the accountability part of um, brotherly love, because as I was, I was sitting here and I was thinking, man, Jesus like represents love perfectly, but he also represents this particular like part of it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, God is our father and Jesus is God, but also he was human and he lived among um, his brothers, his friends. Yeah. People who he had to trust and um uh, people who had to trust him and have faith in him. And I just thought it was so cool um, how even though Jesus loved these people more than anybody ever loved them, he still kept them accountable and he still um, mm-hmm. met them with, you know, uh, justice in terms of, you know, loving them right, not just, you know, yeah, um, blindly. And I just wanted to share a little something that I remember – uh, from a sermon that uh, our uh, pastor at Faith Lutheran gave uh, a little while ago. And um, it starts in Mark 8, chapter, uh, or Mark chapter 8, verse 27. All right, I'm going to read it. And Jesus went on with his disciples 
to the villages of Caesarea Philippi. And on the way, he asked his disciples, who do you say that I am? And they told him, John the Baptist. And others say, or, I'm sorry, who do the people say that I am? And they told him, John the Baptist. And others say, Elijah. And others, one of the prophets. And he asked them, but who do you say that I am? Peter answered him, you are the Christ. And he strictly charged them to tell no one about him. They began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed, and after three days rise again. And he said this plainly. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and seeing his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are not setting your minds mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. Yeah. And yeah, I just think... I go back to that very, or to that line, get behind me, Satan. And if you took, if you were to take that out of context, you would not think that Jesus loved no. Peter. <laughs> I mean, that is not what I would think, but to see Jesus act so justly, but yet turn to his disciples, look at them and more important, or even like as importantly, Peter and just love them while being able to, to deliver that and showing, being an example of what that, what real brotherly love is supposed to look like i mean yeah. that's such a i, I think there's such a uh what's the word like a vivid image mm -hmm. of um just real brotherly love yeah yeah for that, sure. yeah and that kind of reminded me of the beginning of what you're saying with like how jesus showed so many people so much love and stuff it reminded me of the tv show that we we've watched at our church with the interns called the chosen i don't know if you guys have seen it but it's really good and it's, it's, it's about Jesus life and his like, just like what, who Jesus was and what he did. But it's, it's like one of the most legit Christian films I've ever seen. Cause most Christian films are, well, maybe on the cheesier wow. side, but this one, this one's legit. Like it can like, it like, it has like cinematic, it's like cinematically it's awesome too. But like, it was so awesome to see cause a lot of it's Jesus traveling around with his disciples. And it's like, Jesus had so much fun with his disciples and the show. And I'm assuming that's how it was. Like they were a bunch of like, like 20 20 30 year old dudes like if you imagine they're just like cracking jokes like making fun of each other like having competitions like they're just having fun and it's and it's not just like all people of one thing they're not all fishermen they're not all tax collectors they're not all this they're not all that they're they're a bunch of wide stuff that weren't particularly liked by the jews the jews didn't particularly like the tax collectors or the tax collectors didn't like the the fishermen and so on so on so like it can be it can be anyone and this is just that awesome view of like showing brotherly love to, to absolutely anyone so yeah for sure mm -hmm. um i listened to this uh sermon online the other day and by the other day i mean like a month ago but <laughs> that was quite the other day yeah. uh and the pastor was talking about how like good friendships and like good relationships like they're not only building each other up like yeah, yeah like it's good to build each other up but if that's all you're doing and you're not actually pointing out like where maybe they need to grow, like that's not, that's not a good, uh, you you're know, not going to grow brotherly friendship, right? Yeah. No one's going to grow from just being praised all the time. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so I think it's really important in our, um, in our relationships with our brothers and sisters in Christ that, um, not only are we you know, building them up and like showing them pure love, but just like getting that point of like, love comes in many forms, like get behind me, Satan. Mm -hmm. That's love. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. It comes in the form of, uh, you know, just keeping them accountable. Like, hey, like, why weren't you at church? Like, what's what's going on? You know? Yeah. Um, so, 
uh, I think our world just has this view that like to love someone, you have to keep building them up and um, just compliment them, you know? Yeah. yeah. But really one of the best ways of loving people is to um, like keep them accountable and like maybe um, call, them help out call them out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I think that something that gets really lost in that is being able to take that, I don't know, I, I, tough love rather. Yeah. yeah. Um, and being able to, to take that and not get defensive and not shut people out when they get that, because that is not the person not loving you, you know? Yeah. Like that person is loving you. And um, regardless, you have to respect them and, and show love back. And I think that's another point of vulnerability is going through something like that and um, being able to grow together and learn from each other and um, be able to, to comfortably, um, you know, call each other out sometimes and other times yeah. build each other up because that's all a part of love. It's not like, I'm going to stop loving them right now and then I'll do it again, you know, a little bit yeah. later. No, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's all, I mean, if you love somebody, I mean, they'll know it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really good. I think that's probably probably good for good for the day. Should we ended up with a prayer, Wyatt? I think we should. Unless anybody else has anything else. No, I think, I think we're good. Pray it out. <laughs> Epic. Okay. Uh, Father God, we just thank you for today. And we thank you for the ability to come and uh, talk together with our brothers and our sisters and uh, be able to have access to um, the shelter and the fortress that you provide in uh, everyday people, God. And we just thank you for how we get to, to find rest and comfort and safety in these people. And uh, through your strength, Lord, we can forge um, long-lasting relationships, God, that uh, point to you and that um, we can grow through together, Lord, to better know who you are, better to see your heart in somebody else. And God, I just thank you for uh, Sam Hansen being able to join us today, being able mm-hmm. to enrich our uh, conversation and being able to... Um, grow with us along this journey that we're taking uh learning more about god and learning more about each other and just uh continue to let us uh walk this uh path ahead of us lord together and uh continue to uh get more and more um close with our brothers and sisters lord and to invite um new people into uh the families that we've created um through friendships, Lord, and uh, through fellowship. And so we just pray uh, for our weeks, Lord, and uh, for a wonderful spring break that we have. And uh, we just thank you for all of it. In this wonderful name, amen. 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 Thank you, Wyatt. Thank you guys for tuning into the Fly Podcast. Um, thanks to Sam. Thanks to Sam. Yeah, thanks yeah, to Sam. Too. Sam is <laughs> and we will continue the love series with our next episode. Um, until next time, have faith, act in love, trust in Yahweh, and greet all the brothers with the heavenly kiss. Amen. Amen. Amen.